We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's good with it? Lucky Lefty Podcast, Anora Boys. Definitely in the building, we are brought to you by Anora Whiskey, anorawhiskey.com. It is that premium American whiskey, anorawhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, make sure that you do so. Responsibly. Big time show today, man. We're going to recap Junior Day. Successful Junior Day. Now, I know Notre Dame fans say, yo, no one committed. Well, Notre Dame knocked this junior day out of the park. LL question of the day. Notre Dame staff dressed up as leprechauns to welcome the visitors for junior day. Was it great? Was it corny? Or was it, uh, it was cool. Let us know what you think. Because there was a debate amongst Notre Dame fans on social media left about, oh, man, that's kind of corny. Oh, they could have come up with something better. Dude, it's about having fun and creating an environment and a culture. I could care less about what they dressed up as, in my opinion. I care about what I saw, the pictures that were taken, and the vibes that came out of the weekend that I believe is ultimately going to lead to Marcus Freeman putting together a top five class. That's right. I'm predicted announced. I don't mind walking out on the limb. I don't mind because if I end up wrong, I'm wrong. But most of the time, I end up being kind of right. So I'm going to walk out and say Marcus Freeman solidifies a top five class. Easily. A top five because you know Ben was going to drop out of that solidified top three spot. What left, I wasn't even considering other people at Bama, but that's a great point. We see Ohio State selling their soul. Ryan Day selling his soul. Like what they say they take, they take, they took in 13, they raised 13 million Man. for the NIL fund. Bro. They try to get an elite them. roster. Damn. This cat is on his last, this is his last stand, bro. I truly believe Ohio And it's based State. on one game. <laughs> It's either you lose that one game and win the championship, or you win that one game and and lose in the playoffs. But that's still bad, you know. So it's a it's a rock and a hard place, for sure. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I truly believe, love, that people, because you have to understand, the athletic director is retiring at Ohio State. Gene Smith, shout out Notre Dame alone. New, new people, new people in charge say, hey, bro. Gene, yeah, that's the best thing for new people live. in charge, no allegiance. Gene let you live. Losing it. Gene lets you skate by. He lets you skate by. Cause he cause he's not he's he's trying to transition out of it. Oh, so yeah. he ain't on he not gonna address you, Ryan Day. Right. It's the guy coming in. Where I think Marcus Freeman's in a better position with the new guy coming in and Ryan Day is. Ryan Day is coming in with the new guy on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Marcus Freeman's coming in with the new guy on oh. This could be potentially really good. Uh, at the end of the day, it's going to prove that Ryan Day is a subpar coach. Because you're going to get all this base. talent. Fam, if you don't win it all, it's just a dub. Yeah, it's just no way. It's See, it's those it's impossible dub. positions you've built your team up for. Yep. Marcus Freeman, you doing all these transfers, these high-power transfers. you got the team looking like the Justice League. Now, the expectations behind doing all these power moves is that you're going to win it all. Not get there. You're going to win it all. So, and that's, in my opinion, due to the fact that you went so hard. And it's good that you went so hard, but it's all coming together to where, you know, it's those places where it may be good for some, but not good here. Notre Dame and Ohio State are at those places as head coaches. It may be good everywhere else, 90% of places. But the teams that you got are supposed to get the job done. If this was Rutgers, Ryan Day would have a statue outside. He probably would have had a $100 million extension. Now, it's just not good enough. It's just not good enough. So it's 
to me, I think it's a tipping point because now the playoffs show who can coach and who can. I believe Ryan Day can stay if he can show he can coach through these playoffs. Because then he'll have some value, he'll have some leverage back. You're losing leverage every time when the season's built on the regular season and one game in your regular season. It's a, it's like a, it's like dance like a fail safe. You know what I mean? So now with it being wide open, you got to be consistent down the stretch. And you know the crazy thing, love. Like, dude, we, I'm not about to sit up here and talk about NIL and Notre Dame is never going to spend like everybody else in NIL. We've sat up here, like, dude, we might be the only, I don't know. I know we're one of the few podcasts that has held Notre Dame's feet to the fire when it comes to NIL. So there's no need to even get to that side of the con. con-, con- this is the point. If we're not talking about NIL, that Ryan Day ain't getting the job done. Ryan Day has a top three recruiting class every year. So I don't want to hear this about he ain't got talent. You, this is what you do. The dude does less with the most. If Urban Meyer was coaching these teams the last three years, I guarantee you they wouldn't have three consecutive losses to Michigan. Urban's aesthetic at Ohio State just whooping Michigan like it wasn't a game. It's totally different, and he he's a better coach than Ryan Day, flat out. That's the point. So Ryan Day has been put in a position where it's put up a shut up. Because if you don't win with all of this transfer talent and all of this talent that could have gone to the NFL draft that chose to come back, it's you that's going to be on the chopping block, bro. Nobody else is going to be on the chopping block. You're on the chopping block. There are new sheriffs in town in Columbus and administration. And if you, and this is the thing, does it count left? Because if Jim Harbaugh is gone and he wins, you didn't beat Jim Harbaugh. You beat Sharon Moore, dude. Or you beat Brian Kelly. You didn't beat Jim Harbaugh. You beat a team that has a new culture. Yeah, you can't even get that John Harbaugh win in. Oh, man. <laughs> So Are being people, Michigan in the transition year, quote-unquote, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? People are going to get Michigan a pass. They're going to say, dude, you're supposed to be Michigan. And. Yeah, not only are you supposed to beat them, now you're really supposed to beat them because they got this new coach. Before it was like, okay, you know, you beat the legendary coach, you get some credit. You can't Man. get no credit in your whole season now. You was no. waiting to the first and last game every year. Now the last game don't even count. It's Come like, on. man, Marcus Freeman can never get David Shaw back. You can't. Never, ever, ever. That's never, why he laughed ever. at us. That's why he laughed at us. That's why he was a smirk, laughing and smirking on the sideline. He was like, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. You can't get this one back. <laughs> and it's like, yo, he has really aged. There's a lot of pressure on Ryan Day. They're, man, the talent on their team is ridiculous, bro. That's not, that's without question. We'll see who's the quarterback. They do you think Michigan in. has a talented team, or do you think they just play well as a team? I think they were more. No, 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 no. I think I think Michigan has a great culture. Okay, yeah. We, we can talk about that. Left. That's 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 dope. Because I think Notre Dame and what they did this weekend, regardless of how you feel about the leprechauns, it was about man. You have to recognize the culture that Marcus Freeman is building, which has taken and it took 
Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh time to build a culture. Because we just can't say this is a one one year thing. Michigan has been in the college football playoffs three consecutive years. Underrated, underrated comment. You know what I'm saying? Now, we didn't think they would be able to take that next step to win it, which they proved this year that they were able to. But it's like Jim Harbaugh built a culture where next year, I mean, yeah, you would expect Michigan, if he stays, to get back to the playoffs. Without, even without J.J. McCarthy, at quarterback, you would expect yeah. Michigan to be right there in the mix to get to the playoffs. So culture is vitally important. I think Jim Harbaugh's done an incredible job building culture. Lock in YouTube channel. Boy, hell, after up. 10 years in one place, you better build it. Well, you know, he had an incredibly long leash because he played there. I mean, you know, he has he has a contract extension on the table right now. I mean, the only reason why Harbaugh's uh, career at Michigan is slightly better than Brian Kelly's is Mm -hmm. because of the national championship, which is very recent history. Mm -hmm. Before, I would take Brian Kelly over Jim Harbaugh outside of this last year. Or what's your opinion? Wait. So you're saying you would take Brian Kelly as a coach over Jim Harbaugh before this last year? I'm I'm saying if we're just taking the coaching resumes of the 10 years that they both had because they both had 10 years at oh, we're not we're just talking about jim harbaugh's college resume not his nfl if we're including his nfl resume no i'm saying okay just college. yes just college okay, okay. they've both been at their respective schools for about 10 years right i think coach kelly's body of work was better up until this last year when Michigan won the championship, I think the championship is what makes the difference between Harbaugh and Kelly's coaching and college career. That's now see, that is I would not if someone argued on the side of Brian Kelly based upon those parameters, I would not have a problem with. It. Right. I'm not okay. sure that I would disagree, but I would definitely say off top, Jim Harbaugh is a considerably better recruit recruiter. But are they? Because you have to do the way he jumped it off. Jim Harbaugh jumped Michigan off with like top five classes, like his first two seasons out the gate. But they weren't a good team until like the the back way end of his his first year. His first year, they were literally a fourth down spot in Columbus away. I mean, that's right. I remember that. And his quarterback was super mid. Oh, Devin Garner. No, no, no. That wasn't Devin Garner. That was uh, the big kid. Uh, Alex uh, Walton. Or, uh, uh, was it Walton? Spate. 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 Like, yo, he he almost won with Wilton Spate. So, yeah. I mean, he, he got Andrew Luck. He turned around the Stanford program. He was the one that really got Stanford going, and David Shaw took it to the next level. He goes to the NFL. Man, rebuilds San Francisco, gets them to the Super Bowl, goes to Michigan, rebuilds them. It's like, it, it's debatable. Because I look, 
as much as we talk about Brian Kelly, Brian Kelly came into a situation where Notre Dame was like, I wouldn't say on life support, but Notre Dame wasn't in good shape as a football player. It wasn't, it wasn't attractive to watch every weekend, I'll tell you that. No. It wasn't bringing in the, you know, we would have a hard time talking about it on the Lucky Legend podcast. Man. It was, okay, back then, it wasn't enough meat on the bone. Feel like that. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Indy 9 says it best. Uh, buddy, I'm some guy that says it best. Ryan Day so dumb, he's trying to steal second from third. That's funny. No, he's just trying to overcompensate for something he's not qualified for. You know, he, 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 he skipped all the steps of prepping the cake, and then when it came time to make the cake, he don't know how to put it together. Well, you missed the prep stage. You forgot the flour and the cornstarch and the sugar and the vanilla extract. You just showed up with a bunch of ingredients. Like, wait a minute. So, so he, he's buying the cake mix and just adding water. That's right. He doesn't know how to do it from scratch. He don't know how to he don't know how to win no competition. And people, there's a big difference. He from go to cake from scratch and cake out the box. Huge he go difference. to he go to he go to chili competitions, bring in Wendy's chili. You're not gonna win no the the competition. Bringing some Wendy's chili, Man, it might really taste good. At Wendy's chili, huh? Huh? You really going at Wendy's chili? My dad loves Wendy's chili, man. He got like flat out. He loves. Well, no, he likes Culver's chili better. <laughs> okay, he likes Culver's chili better, but he likes Wendy's chili. Now, uh, Wendy's chili wouldn't is good. That's what I'm saying. They good. They good. But you're not winning no chili competition with it now. No. See, no. see, and he going in these chili competitions with Wendy's chili. It can fool a lot of people. Oh, that's some good chili. Like your dad, your dad liked the chili. Yeah. But when they talk about winning these awards, getting to the end, mm -hmm. you're not going to beat the original now. You're not going to beat the the people that went through the process. Had yeah. them beans in there for about an hour before you threw everything else in. You don't know the steps. So when you requiring him to take these big leaps and jumps and beat in Michigan, he don't know the steps. He know how to put the product on the field. Yeah. Yeah, just give me a D1 guy. I mean, a generational talent at quarterback, run game solid, generational receiver, defense solid. Now, he's got to be like, well, you get all this talent, how do you win? What's the coaching situation? See, those are the processes that you miss. Because you think that, oh, I got X player, Y player, Marvin Harrison Jr. He just needs to be in a good opportunity. Right? Yeah. We just need him just to go out there and shine. But you got to put Marvin Harrison Jr. against Michigan in the right matchups. You can't just have him out there running stuff. You got to have him running e efficiently. On third down, you got to make the right call. And only experience can give you the right call. Only experience can do that. That's why Urban and Ohio State went into Michigan games, but Urban, like it was another game. Because you yeah. knew Urban Meyer, from a Styles make fights, he ain't losing to no Midwest team. <laughs> just the way it was. He, just the style of recruiting, the style of play and coaching. He's not losing to no Midwest team. The Michigan that's built right now couldn't beat an Urban Myers offense because it's multifaceted. 
you know, you're getting players like Garrett Wilson and uh, Percy Harvin. Like, he's recruiting them type of guys. Mm. Like a Trayvon Henderson, okay, we get that's a solid running back. But you get a Percy Harvin back there, now you in threat. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com A guy that you, you can't even say, like Trayvon Henderson, you know he's going to be in the backfield. You just know you he's going to be in the backfield. Play to play, you have no idea what Percy Harvin's going to do. Yeah, and that affects personnel. That affects your third down calls. That affects your first down calls. So, you know, that's what Urban was able to bring, which we talked about, was that Nick Saban brought the Midwest size down south. Mm-hmm. And changed the game. Yeah, he was literally Steph Curry with the three. He said, "You know what? All these fast, these fast small guys down here. If I just bring the size that I learned from up north with them big boys in the Big Ten, I will have an ultimate team." And what did he do? All his championship years, not only were they big as hell, they was fast as hell. You know, what I mean, they was so. But the, but the thing is, what Urban did, Urban took the speed, talent, and raw uh, football, brought it up north, and now Ohio State was just automatically different than every other Big Ten team. Because yeah. every other Big Ten team can't go down there and pull them dudes up. You you can't. Joe Rudolph couldn't go down there from Wisconsin to South Florida and be, convince no dude to just take that. Urban can. Yeah. Urban can't. Urban like, bro, Columbus is great. Just look, you get on my team, I get to lead. You know, all the guys I coach. So it's just a matter of bringing styles. Now, I want to see what that West Coast flavor does in the Big Ten on a consistent week in Oregon and USC and UCLA. Yeah. What does that look like in the Big Ten? Because that is going to change again. Receivers. Only one school, one or two schools per year. Right, one or two schools per year have these all-time great receivers. You go out west, you got great receivers everywhere. 
Now that's the evolution. Now you're going to see teams like a Wisconsin with a well-balanced receiver core, like how they did at Washington. Right? So now it's, it's going to be amazing for uh, the evolution of the game to change because what's the style in the Big Ten going to be with all these teams melding? What's going to be the style? Is is the is the Big Ten Smash Mouth football big country boys or is it gonna be a hybrid? Or is it gonna be a hybrid? Is it a hybrid of a what you saw with Kalen DeBoer at Washington, but you get the hard nosed run game like the SEC at LSU? Football is gonna change because now recruiting's gonna change. Now, Oregon might have to think about how we recruit a, a Midwest quarterback for these weather conditions. J.J. McCarthy is a perfect fit at Michigan because J.J. McCarthy is a Midwest guy. Michigan could never work with a, well, it did work with Tom Brady, a California kid. It did work, but that's an outlier. I don't know left. I know Illinois went to uh, the big house and banged Tom Brady as a starter. So I, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Shout out, shout, out to, shout out to Kirk Kittner and Rocky Harp. I'm just saying. That's right. I mean, Tom Brady was okay. He was all right. He was pretty good as a quarterback. He didn't win any national championships. He was all right. Some people exactly. might say Brian Greasy was a better court college quarterback than Tom Brady. Rex Grossman was the best quarterback in college. That's our transition. Four. Lucky, lucky, lucky podcast. Anytime you bring, I'm a, Chicago, I'm a Chicago dude. You cannot mention Rex Grossman in my presence, bro. What'd you say in college? What'd you say in college? I did you say, you did say in college. You did say in college. Luckily, that's a podcast, man. That's how the Bears got fooled. That's all I'm saying. No, the Bears got fooled. <laughs> Let's talk about some of that culture, man. Man, we're smoking. What's smoking brought to you by Fashion Geek, AlonzoJackson.com, Fashion Geek. We run the city. Oh, so great weekend on Junior Day. We talked about the question, what do you think? Left, the big question or the big thing all weekend was how Notre Dame, former Notre Dame players had no clue that Nathaniel Owusu Boateng was the brother of Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. Guys like Jerron Jones and other players were like, oh man, the name sounds familiar. And then later in the day, it was like, oh, yo, I didn't know that was his brother. It's like, dude, come on, man. Y'all gotta know little bros. Y'all don't know the, y'all don't know the little bros of your teammates? Love. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Getting the number one outside linebacker on campus. This is why I said you talking about Boateng, right? Yes. Okay. Getting him on. Getting him on campus is huge, man. First of all, this is a IMG kid. IMG kids normally don't. Notre Dame IMG. Not normally. That's not a connection. IMG is specifically almost like a breeding ground for the SEC. Like, I mean, it is what it is. You say like, it's a breeding ground? Dude, that's where kids go to eventually end up at SEC schools. 
or a clinic. Yeah, more than likely. More than likely. Right? I mean, but that's like, man, it's so true because it's just unfair. It's like the Harlem Globetrotters. You know how they just are just better than the Washington Generals. That's what the season is for them. Mm-hmm. So they just they just accumulate. I don't know. It's just an interesting process. It's different than a Bosco, where I think a Bosco is used to be a USC farm. I mean, it was the farm system for USC. It was the farm system, especially for the USC really good players. But yeah, like now recruiting is such a national thing. Like their quarterback Pierce Clarkson from Bosco went to Louisville. True. You know, so it's well, like... Well, we've seen J.J. We've seen some of the quarterbacks down there. Go J.J., to, uh, I think he went home. But I think right. J.J. committed before he went down there? Very close. Like, he was, he was already... Or something. Yeah. Yeah, he already was like a hometown kid or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Now, settle this debate, left because we talked about this on uh, I think we talked about this on Friday's show where the Smigel kid pretty much we watched this film and we both were like yo we love the kid right so we knew that he was Michael the Smigel kid from out there you're, you're playing him from out there and, oh yeah uh, he's he's a beat I like him more than Ryder Lions for sure I'm not mad either way I'm, 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 I'm not mad either way. I saw I saw they went out and Gino and them boys went out to see Ryder Lions. Yeah. Uh, see well, they throw. went out to see both. They saw both of them throw last week. Okay, I just saw the Ryder Lions clip. He looks a little stiff, like long back, kind of stiff. Mm-hmm. You know, like Kenny, when you see Kenny's little workout tape, it's a it's a pace, it's a flow. You know, he's just getting his, his practice in. The rider line is just a little looked a little too little too stiff from an eye test. But man, I can't get over that last kid's take. I just love the confidence he plays with and the confidence in the throws that he makes. That no throw is unguardable. Right? Yeah. No throw can be guarded and he's putting the ball in there. So I love the direction it's going. Now I did see Deuce Knight also on campus. That brother looked big. He's huge, bro. He looks big. And Deuce, Deuce is not little. No, no, he's no. All no. his legs are man. He's, like his if he his there. by his junior year, yeah. Man, this brother got to be two twenty five, six four and a half. Like, like come on, like yeah. <laughs> he go, he Cam Newton type. Yeah. Well, so, no, Cam Newton, Cam Newton six six, right? So they had. Brady Smigel on campus with Deuce Knight. And like I said, if they add Brady Smigel to Deuce Knight. He's 26, right? He's 26. If they connect him, yo, because George McIntyre. What's the plan, though? What's the plan, though? Because you got CJ in there, Kenny in there, Deuce. And I don't know, man. Left, I'm not mad. Keep recruiting him, and if somebody has to leave, then they just I'm not mad from consistency. I'm not mad at all. I'm just hopeful that we know what to do with it. You know, that's the that's the that's the question that happens all the time. Yeah. You can get like Urban Meyer, Nick Saban, guys of those natures can take a super ultra talented Kirby Smart, super ultra talented roster, manage it to where you're not getting a ton of turnover, but also getting production out of it to where 
guys are just reloading. Whenever yeah. you get your program in a reloading stage, oh, you're dangerous. Yeah. Think about it. We didn't reload off of Isaiah Fowski. And let's just let's be honest about it. We didn't reload from a production side. But you look at Alabama, they had reloaded from a Will Anderson with a Dallas Turner. Right, right. So who was our Dallas Turner to Isaiah Fowski? You see what I'm saying? So whenever Marcus Freeman can transition into this reloading phase. That's the next step for you. Yeah, that's yeah. the next step. Where you're like, man, you know, you, you, you're in season and the guy pops on the screen. You're like, wait, you got to look through the program. What? Who is this? Oh, that's just another guy in the tank. He a sophomore. He he a true freshman. Well, maybe Bubakar Traore and what he did against USC when he popped with the Traore. Maybe he's that dude, right? We've been waiting for Josh Burnham. We've been waiting for Josh Burnham. We got Howard Cross. We got, you know, Riley. It's just, who's the guy that, like Justin Scott said, who's that guy I can look next to and know he's better than me? Because all the guys we name, I can't put one over the other right now. Like, it would be hard. Do you, I mean, unless you could come up with order, I would think, okay, all these guys are pretty much interchangeable. They all got their things they can help the team with, but we don't have no bona fide end like that. You know what I mean? So, one of now the maybe the guy things, from Duke is. I like the guy from Duke. Yeah. He's Open athletic. Not, a yeah, he bit, like he get after it. Yeah. I, I, I like him better than Baptiste. I think he's a. Good. A better prospect size wise than Baptiste. I think Baptiste was good for sure for what we asked him to do. Mm-hmm. But I think he's the guy we brought in is going to be a little bit more effective on pass rushdowns. Let's be honest. Pass rush is what matters for Marcus Freeman and Al Washington in that D line next year. Is, let's, let's talk about some sack production. Yeah. Dude. Do you remember what was that movie, Tropic Thunder, where uh, Robert Downey Jr., I'm just a dude next to the dude trying to be the dude. <laughs> just that's, a dude that's, next to the dude. <laughs> that's pretty much what you're saying. Notre Dame needs to get to, you know, it's stacking talent and depth. And that's why we said, yo, you can't, regardless of how great a coach Elko is, you can't in your third year in the maturation of this program Go down and lose to Texas A&M in a championship. Yeah, it's just no, nah, it just doesn't. It doesn't fit the storyline, right? Cause you're because you're that means that Texas A&M that is going to be. Right? Yeah, Texas, if, we, if they beat us, that's saying that Texas A&M is going to be a team to watch at the end of the season. That's just, that's what the storyline has to mean because we can't let them beat us the first game and then they go on to a seven and five record. Like a Marshall. That's what make the Marshall stain so huge is that they were terrible after us. Yeah, they lost them. They some were terrible games. after. <laughs> yeah, they lost, I think they went and lost to Toledo and yeah. Yeah. So it's like, dang, it's like the ugly girl you dated and nobody let you forget it. You know. Nobody let you forget. Nah, you dated that girl Crystal back then, you know. We remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lucky Lucky Podcast. <laughs>